0: We're your Lion Nation station, KSLU Hammond America. time to discuss what's happening on the diamond. This is Inside Southeastern Baseball with Bobby Barbier. We take you now to Wise Guys Daiquiri's.
1: All right, good afternoon. I'm Alan Waddell. This is Inside Southeastern Baseball. We're live here at Wise Guys Daiquiri's as Southeastern uh, coming off a weekend where they took two out of three against the UAB Blazers over in Birmingham, Alabama. After dropping a tight one three to two on Friday, Southeastern then rallied and won six to three on Saturday. And then a crazy one yesterday, Lions trailed 7-0 and ran off 14 consecutive runs uh, to beat the Blazers 14-7 to to take the series, their second series win of the season. As they now be back in action with a five-game week this week as they're going to have two midweek games right here in Hammond against Xavier and Mississippi Valley State, uh, game Tuesday and then game Wednesday night. And then they're going to go on to East Carolina and take on a, a top 15 team in the country, the East Carolina Pirates, but they're in a, in a tournament as they're going to play three different opponents, Cal State Fullerton, Purdue, and East Carolina. So it ought to be a fun week of baseball uh, for your Southeastern Louisiana University Lions. And this time, we're going to welcome to the show the head baseball coach uh, of your Southeastern Lions, Coach Bobby Barbier. Bobby, thank you for being here uh, this afternoon, as uh, and congratulations on taking two out of three over at UAB. Thank you, buddy. It's good to be here. Man, a uh, kind of a – we're going to break down the whole week. You, you know, your four games on the road. Went to Mobile on Tuesday, on Wednesday night and took on South Alabama, uh, then took on UAB this weekend. But, man, uh, we'll certainly break them all down. But I think it's most – it's easy to talk about what happened yesterday. That's kind of a crazy one. You know, you fall behind 6-0 in the first inning. Uh, your, your pitching staff does a good job of holding it right there, giving your offense an opportunity. And then, hey, for three innings, they just couldn't get you out.
2: Yeah, I think it's um – it, when you look at baseball, we 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 got to pick each other up a bunch, and Kinsler picked us up last week. You know, I mean, he he held them there and and waited for us to kind of get going offensively, and and was really good, and and we had to pick him up this week offensively. You know, and I thought, and in the bullpen. You know, he just didn't quite have it, and um, I think he would have settled in, but the wind was blowing out, and I, I really thought we need to change the momentum of the game quickly. Um, and and Lance came in and did that, and that was. It was it was neat to see it was neat to see us keep fighting you know the the energy in dugout didn't change you know when it's seven nothing I mean at one point it was seven nothing they had bases loaded one out you know we came in and and Polk came in and did a really good job of of getting the ground ball and and a punch out and so I think having that energy change watching them fight for each other uh, it, it was just really neat to watch.
1: Well coach we talked about last week uh, on our show that you know, that you were going to go Wednesday to, to Mobile and then just stay and just get, go to Birmingham and and, and kind of have your first extended road trip here with this group. And I know in the fall you had an opportunity to go out and play a couple of road games, but this was really your first opportunity to get this group, you know, out on the road, in, in hotels, having meals together. I mean, what was that experience like for you and, and for this team as far as, you know, trying to put this thing all together here early? It was good. I mean, I
2: think when you go on the road, it's the first opportunity for you to – your team to kind of come together where you they got to hang out with each other you know we don't we don't leave after the game and go our separate ways or right. whoever's dorm room or apartment complex um so it's it's we we got a really good staff i mean Cade's our director of baseball operation he did a great job of making sure that everybody was taken care of and um it, it was it was a really neat experience. It's kind of a strange one to have a five day or like that right away, and then this weekend, you know, getting a plane and flying to East Carolina. So we've got a few, we got a few kind of off the wall trips, but it was, uh, it was really neat to see them come together. To, to us, not have success early in the trip, yeah, but stick with it. You know, I mean, I think, you know, you look, you get there in the fifth inning or sixth inning, whatever it was on on Tuesday. I mean, on Saturday, we we got our tails beat on on Wednesday. And and didn't I thought we played well on Friday, but didn't yeah. get the outcome we're looking for. And then, you know, from from that moment to the end of the weekend, we we, ended, we did pretty well to to get two of them. So it was, it was, uh, it was. I enjoy being on the road. I hate missing my family. Yeah, um, for sure. You know, I got, I don't like that, but I do I do like watching a team kind of come together and 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 play for each other. When, when you, you got to fight a little harder, you know, than when you do at home.
1: Well, you know the the format of our show is obviously we look at you know week to week. So you know we were here last Monday, talked about the first three, and then you know we kind of look at these four. And, and you you looked at the way this kind of started. You alluded to it a little bit on Wednesday, but it, it was a struggle. You know, uh, didn't have a lot going offensively in that game. Uh, South Alabama uh, beat us eight to one. We'll talk more about that game here here shortly. Uh, but then the way the, the season, I'm mean, sorry, the, the way the, the week ends is you have those few innings where it just seems like you couldn't get out, yeah. uh, you know, against UAB. And uh, I guess just the importance of sticking with it. And, uh, and then, you know, you left a lot of runners on base on Friday, and you only put up two runs there. But then you're able to put some things together on Saturday. You score six. You're able to win that game six to three. But then those big, you know, 14 runs really over a three-inning period, hits the balls out of the ballpark. I mean, is that kind of a... Um, uh, what you feel like this offense can look like uh, for your club?
2: Yeah, well, man, I don't know if we're gonna get that every time, but it, <laughs> I do. I mean, I think we've had some kind of rotten luck with the weather a little bit, and um, and and stinging some balls at guys, and, and you face a lot of wind.
1: Yeah, here early yeah, early. yeah,
2: no, we have, and and so which is not great for us, but you got to win more more ways than not, you know. I mean, they they fight the same conditions, you know. Um, so I I do think some of that has to do with it, but I mean it baseball is such a weird sport i mean we look at the track man data and all that stuff and how hard balls are hit and all this stuff and that's great and all and the more times you hit the balls hard the, the better chance you have but you can go a long time in a row without i mean you look at some of these batting averages that we have and they're not great but right. there's some guys that i think are having really good at bat i think ryan brome has had great at bats for the first six games or how many games we played and i don't know if he's hitting the 200 you know and it's it's and he's got six walks and i think two punch outs you know so i think I think it's just such a small sample size so far. Yeah. that I, I do. It was nice to see us kind of string some things together, and, and when we had a chance to step on, and we stepped on, them, you know, which was nice to see, and hopefully we can take that moving forward and gain a little momentum.
1: We saw some, uh, and we'll again, we'll, we'll break down that game a little bit more later, but. You know, we saw some some other aspects of too. We saw we saw you run a little bit this weekend as mm-hmm. well. Uh, we saw the I saw the, the you know the big safety squeeze there at, at one point in the game. So showing yeah. ability to score other ways.
2: Yeah, no doubt. I mean, we hit you four got, home
1: runs yeah, on Sunday. Yeah, yeah.
2: Right, you got to you got to be able to do multiple things. You know, I mean, um, you know, I think Rosevear hit a homer, and the next time he came up, we asked him to safety squeeze. You know, and, and he ex, and executed them both. You know, and a lot of times on those first and third safety squeezes, they they had a freshman first baseman who's a really going to be a really good player. Um, it, and they always they always try to get that at home you know for some reason and you're safe half the time I feel like so I really like that play um and I thought coach Dugas you know did a great job of, of putting it on there so it was it was kind of uh you know we we had to steal the base I mean Garcia we pinch ran Garcia I think it was Friday night yeah um their night I and mean, we he gave we, each knew, a chance we knew he wasn't he was slower to play it, and we we knew he, our best chance there was to steal the base and and he did a really good job of getting a good jump and going and I thought he showed some courage there you know and I think you know, that kind of bled into him leading off the next day and, and having a really good day and kind of getting us going a little bit. So it was, it was good to see us, um, wearing a couple of different ways.
1: Yeah. You're, you're also, you're still tinkering with this lineup a little bit. I mean, you know, we're only seven games in, we've got a long way to go, but, uh, even guys that have played just about every day, you're, you're moving around in the lineup, uh, I know you moved Jacob to the leadoff spot. Um, you know, you moved Coley down to fifth and moving to third. I mean, you're moving these guys around a little bit. Uh, you mentioned Garcia, and mentioned Roserville. Those guys have come off the bench some. They've started some. You know, so you're, you're mixing this thing around and still trying to find out that right combination. Yeah, and we're going to
2: keep doing it. You know, I mean, I, it's this is why we have the preseason. We want to win, win every game, you know. But just like the, the South Al game when we pitched eight, ten guys, whatever it was, you know, when, when the lights come on, it gets a little different for guys and, you know, want to see who's going to who's going to run to the fight and who's going to run away from it. And it's, uh, you know, I I, I, commend, I, commend the guys that, like Rosie, you know, that, I mean, Rosie's played every game, every day for a long time here. And he wasn't in that opening day lineup. And he stuck with it. He didn't pout about it. Whenever we asked him to come in and get a base runner for us, he came in and, and he got his opportunity. He had a really good day yesterday. So guys like that, like Gars is kind of the same way. You know, I mean, he was a little banged up in early, which is probably more the reason he didn't play. But when he got his chance, he and, and that, that's what makes a team, you know, that's hard to do. It's hard to yeah, sit over there and watch, sure. you know, it's it's really difficult when when you've had some success as a player, especially so really proud of those guys of being ready to go when they were put in there.
1: Let's jump into that South Alabama game just a little bit. Uh, you know, this was a, a you know, always a, a good program, tough place to play over there in Mobile. Uh, you know, a lot of conference championships, a lot of draft pick players they've had over there, and uh, really the story of the game though, and this one was just we we couldn't really get anything going offensively. I think we, we I think we we're getting no hit like, in like the eighth or something. So I mean, yeah, so. It just it was it was a struggle on Wednesday. Uh, but I guess just kind of your overall thoughts. You mentioned it. You, you did pitch ten guys. You ran ten guys out there on the mound. And I know you said that last week that hey expect to see a lot of guys that go out there and throw against the Jaguars on Wednesday.
2: Yeah, we you know we had a plan for four starters, and then we had to use the, the fourth starter to. Early in the weekend, earlier than we yeah. wanted to, because of well, the pitch counts, you know, and and us not wanting to extend guys. Um, so we thought this was kind of the best way to do it and get a bunch of guys out there, kind of see what 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 we can do. And uh, we had a few, you know, a few performances that were okay. And but we, I thought on the mound, we we, we kind of ran away from it a little bit. That we didn't we didn't fill up the strike zone. They, I, I like their lineup a lot. I think they're going to win a lot of games. Um, and in, on on the mound for them, I thought they ran out. They ran out much better arms than we had seen up to that point um and and we just got to do a better job you know I mean we we got to do a better job of of uh competing with two strikes a little better of, of, of having good quality swings and wearing advantage counts and it's uh it it's, it's a game you know I mean and that's what <laughs> that's what you try to you try to get it across to them is that it's a game and but we can't we can't be okay with it Right. Like we got to understand what it is and we got to separate it from from the next practice we have, which was the next day. But we we can't be OK with it. But we are also not going to panic and think that that one game is going to define us for the rest of this trip, which thank goodness it didn't.
1: Yeah, absolutely. As a tough one on Wednesday. Hey, you know, if you stick around the game long enough, you're going to have nights like this. You know, it's just not your night. And uh, it, it wasn't on Wednesday as, as southeastern dropped that game to South Alabama. But they would respond nicely as they, you know, pack the thing up went up to Birmingham, Alabama, and took on the UAB Blazers for a three-game set, and they took two out of three in that weekend. Let's take a break. We're just getting started here on Inside Southeastern Baseball. We're live here at Wise Guys Daiquiri's at 14372 West University Avenue right here in Hammond. We're going to be doing this every Monday from 12 to 1 o'clock. Stick with us right here on Inside Southeastern Baseball on the Southeastern Sports Radio Network.
3: Wise Guys is a proud location sponsor of the Bobby Barbier Radio Show. Now located at 14372 West University Avenue, Wise Guys Dacqueries offers a variety of daiquiries and beer along with pizza and appetizers. Owned and operated by a Lion Baseball alum, you can also find Wise Guys serving up a selection at SLU Home Games at Pat Keneally Diamond at Alumni Field. Wise Guys proud supporter of the Southeastern Sports Radio Network thank you thank you thank
2: you
0: thank you thank you for providing the facilities to meet my health and nutritional needs in
1: order for me to be the best
4: student athlete I can be
1: for making game day experiences go from ordinary to extraordinary
4: for allowing me to meet new people and build lifelong friendships while competing at the school I love
2: for giving me the resources to pursue my degree and the ability to excel in the classroom for helping me look my best as I compete and achieve my goals thank Thank you. you thank you Lion
0: Nation for your support You help make a difference in the daily lives of more than 300 student athletes wearing southeastern green and gold. We couldn't do it without you. Your favorite coaches club is available through the Lion Athletics Association by phone at area code 985-549-5091. Also available online at www.lionup.com. For everything about Southeastern athletics, including schedules, live game coverage, and stats, visit Lionsports.net.
1: All right, welcome back. Again, just getting started here. This is Inside Southeastern Baseball with Coach Bobby Barbier here live at Wise Guys Dacquery. Want to thank Wise Guys for being our not only our sponsor, uh, but our location sponsor right here at 14372 West University Avenue. Beautiful new facility. Uh, right here on University. Come check these guys out. We're going to be doing this every Monday from 12 to 1 o'clock. Uh, again, talking Lion baseball throughout the season. As The Lions were on the road this past week, took on UAB in, in the, over the weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, no night games uh, over the weekend. They played all their games during the day. A uh, little interesting you don't play on I asked that was one of the questions. I did. They had lights, but they did. UAB did have lights. They just choose to play early. Uh, but, Coach, let's talk a little about this Friday night game. You know, a tough one, 3-2. to two. Um, you know, you trailed, you got back in it, you had a two run homer late, uh, you gave yourself an opportunity, but these are the kind of games you expect, you know, especially on Fridays, they're going to be tight and, uh, you got to make some plays to, to win these things.
2: Yeah. I mean, um, stoop was rolling, you know, I mean, absolutely rolling. And there in the, um, in the fifth, we get two outs on two pitches and then we, we throw a ball and then we get a ground ball to second. We make an error, whatever happens, right? Yeah. Part of the game. And we sit and handle it well. You know, we didn't handle it. And we let it snowball on us a little bit, and um, I thought we swung the bats better than eight hits and two runs. I mean, that was just part of it. Yeah. It was a day, but we we benefited from that day also. Uh, but um, Balin's big homer, you know, in, in the eighth, kind of kind of got us going. But they, you know, it's it's still a run run game, you know. And we we uh, we fought to the end, and and I thought Stoop and, and Levi was fantastic out of the bullpen. Both of those guys were, did well, and. I know, it's, I know it says a few errors on there, but, I mean, I, I just remember TJ making every play. I mean, you know, he was all over the field. Uh, he, he played a, a really good weekend. I think he might have had an error in there somewhere this weekend, but he had tons of chances, and he, he played really, really well this weekend on, on, a, on, a, on a weekend where we need him to because he had a bunch of chances.
1: Yeah, you know, you look, you, you, get, uh, you get eight innings out of, your, out of your pitching staff, no earned runs. You know, they, 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 they did a good job, but, again, we had some defensive uh you know, malfunctions in there a little bit. And and we and again, this is something that kind of crept up on us last weekend against Tarleton is we left some guys on base. You know, we had know. some guys and we just had traffic, just couldn't get a really big hit. Even in the ninth, you alluded to this earlier in our in our first segment, uh late in the game, uh Garcia gets on there and he steals second, gives yourself an opportunity with a runner in scoring position uh scoring position in the ninth inning.
2: Yeah, I mean I think I think we had we had like seventeen base runners and they had six. You know, and we, yeah, we, we lose the game, you know, we don't, we don't walk anybody. And
1: well, this is and, one, if you look at the, if you look just at the box score, you don't look at the score, right. you say
2: Southeastern won this. No game. doubt. Yeah. You know, it, it, it didn't it, work it, out that way. Right. And it didn't work out. And that, that, that was, it didn't work out. And again, trying to, trying to evaluate why it didn't work out. And, and I, I thought this was kind of one of those deals and you hitting with runners and scoring position and all those things is you can go one or two ways. You can, you can run to it and you can want to be the guy or it can creep in your head. And, and we, we, we needed to get that hit as a team, you know, and and we're gonna talk about the next day here in a minute. But w- when we got that hit, then it became a lot easier to get more of those those big hits, and and that's the way it kind of worked out for the weekend.
1: You took six walks too. You were able to get on some. That's what again. You had you had eight hits, but you also had guys that you had a couple of hit by pitches. You had some free passes. I just couldn't really maneuver around there. Uh, Michael Curry was in the DH role in this one. Uh, you know, you, you Balin was catching, so we had a couple of catchers in there in the lineup as well. And, again, you still kind of take care with that. I mean, I feel like I don't have the exact number in front of me, but we've played seven games, What you probably had four or five DHs at this point, right? I mean, trying to work that thing around.
2: No doubt, yeah. And, and the um, the DO, DH role is, is tough, you know, because it's um, – It's a whole lot of what have you done for me lately, you know, and it's it's hard to, it's hard to, I don't know, I've I've had, I think maybe one year I've had like an established DH where that was was his spot all the time, because if you're not swinging the bat well, well, there's there's somebody else waiting the wings that you're trying to get at bats anyway, you know, and that's the natural spot to get some more at bats. So I think we'll have a few, you know, I mean, I think, you know, I think we started the year with Killingsworth, you know, and he just wasn't swinging it well. So, I mean, I'm sure he'll be back in there eventually and. And we'll have, you know, we got some young guys that like Peyton Woods and those that, that we want to get some at bats um, there. So that role, that spot will probably move around a little bit. Mike did a great job. Unfortunately, Mike got hurt on, yeah. on, on Saturday and, and we won't have him for, for a long time. But he uh, I thought he did it. He he gives us a little different um, flavor in there and that he, he really does a good job hitting ball the other way and fighting with two strikes and, and doing the, the little things. Maybe he doesn't have the the big power, but doing the little things that I thought our lineup needed um, in those games.
1: Uh, you mentioned, I know you mentioned uh, Rosevear earlier, uh, and he's a guy that you know, like he's played a lot around here, but he, you know, he's kind of fitting into his role now here w- with this team. And I thought it was. Uh it's just amazing his ability to get on base. Uh, yeah. I mean, it, it really is. I know, like, you know, it's one of those deals. He comes up in the ninth uh, and he gets on base. And then you're can able yep. then you able to pinch run Garcia and he gives you an opportunity to get to second. But uh, just guys to have on your roster uh, and, and good teammates, you know, that just they can get in there and when they're called upon and, and do something.
2: Yeah. And he, and he I mean, and we had a conversation about it, of, of what we saw his role being early, you know, and and that just like that. I mean, we need a base runner late in the game and. You know he's not the fastest guy in the world, so we normally get somebody in there for him to run. But he did, he's done a great job of doing it. And then you know got to he can handle the bat, you know, when like the safety squeeze and you know he ran that ball out of yard, which is not really his game, but you know hit that ball really really well. So in a, in a really big spot for us. So it was, it was like like I said before, it's good to see him not being in there all the time like he's used to, still yeah. still giving us good at bats and, and helping his team win.
1: I want to go back to, to TJ for a moment. And, you know, I think that uh, you you really have, have talked a lot about him the first couple of weeks, about how well he's been playing in shortstop, and uh, I know that going into the year, you know, there were some questions, you know, would Jake who plays shortstop, would he go there or would he move over? But, uh, TJ, you know, a little bit a, a year ago, he was a little up and down defensively, mm-hmm. but, uh, you know, talk about the jump he's made as far as, uh, what he's doing. I mean, he has such a big frame. You don't see a lot of what, six, three shortstops, you know, at, at our level and, right. he, and he's running around there making some plays. And I thought, I just kind of want you to, um, I guess, expand on that a little bit. I thought he played really well this weekend.
2: No, no, I mean, he's, he's played really good shortstop for us. Um, and he he does little things well outside of just playing good sorts. I mean, he runs the bases extremely well. Um, I think it, the hits are coming. You know, he had two hits, I think, maybe yesterday or maybe. Yeah, had one like late that. too. Yeah, yeah. And, and hit another ball hard, you know. So I think they're coming. And he, um I, I didn't get to see a bunch. He was he was banged right. up all fall. So it was kind of one of those deals. I I watch him move. And I'm like, man, that's a big guy that's moving pretty good. But I didn't get to see him throw a bunch and all those things. And he's come back to spring just really, really you could tell he worked, you know, over the over the holidays, which we we challenged him uh, to do. And he uh he, he's been good for us. I mean, he really has. Yeah, and there there was. I mean, Jake was the all conference shortstop. Um, you know, last year, yeah. second team all conference, you know, behind behind the guy from Nichols and and um having having um have just having somebody push him. Yeah. Right, helped him, right? Yeah. I mean having somebody every day. I mean if I'm if I'm the starting shortstop and the other coach brings in another all conference shortstop, I better you know, that's what competition makes, you know, it makes you a break you, and he's, he's done a great job for
1: us. Talk about Levi Bennett, uh, you know, came in, you know, gave you two quality innings at the end and, and gave you an opportunity. Cause again, this was three, nothing, you know, this was a three, nothing game and right. he kind of just caps it right there. And that was kind of the theme of the rest of the weekend uh, is your, your bullpen did a good job coming in and just kind of holding things where they were and, yeah. uh, and, and a good job by uh, Levi Bennett there. And I, I guess talk about his outing there with, with a strikeout, uh, only faced six hitters. Uh, no walks, no free passes, and was able to get us back in the dugout and give us an opportunity to get back and in that, the bat.
2: That's what Levi is. He's a strike pumper. I mean, he's a, he's a guy with a good slider that can throw a slider and and a heater for a strike kind of at will. Um, it, it, he he actually was sick for a long time here this early spring, so didn't get as many outings as we as a lot of the other guys had. So he's kind of coming along a little bit a little bit behind, but has been really good. And I mean, he pitching in south out too. And I think he we we threw him against a couple right handers and. Because we knew we needed him for the weekend, and he did a good job there too. So I I see him having a, a big a big role in our in our bullpen for sure.
1: So the Lions uh, drop a tough one, three to two against UAB. They get an opportunity there in the ninth, had a runner on second base, just uh, just came up a little bit short. Uh, but we're able to put it to, put it behind them and, and went on Saturday. And you did that last weekend against Tarleton as well. We're able to come out and even a series on Saturday, uh, a win six to three, a come from behind win uh, on on Saturday as well. So talk about uh, talk about Saturday's game for a bit.
2: Um, I mean, I, I think our job as coaches, I mean, uh, once the game starts, we have very little impact, you yeah. know, I mean, I guess I get to call pitches, but it's, it's more about us getting them in the right frame of mind. And uh, I hope, I hope that we can do that throughout the entire year of, of, you can't tell if we got beat two times or we won two times or all those things are ready to play. And I thought, I thought this was, this was, we talked about the, the turning point of being running to it was, was, was Coley's double with the bases loaded there I mean we were, yeah for 16 maybe with the bases loaded um, going into there going into that at bat and then we had bases loaded nobody out and and Shea punched out and as a team it kind of like, it yeah, wears we on you you know I'm like man here we go again you know and and how do you get rid of the here we go again is you get a hit you know and and he had a really good at bat against a really good arm I mean, they brought in a really good arms up to 96 miles an hour and. And we 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 kind of had three three or four good at bats in a row there, and and that I think kind of going oh hey we can really do this <laughs> you know and this we don't have to let it run back to the dugout every time we get the bases loaded we can we can score a few runs so it was um I thought Dakota Lee was fantastic he was really really good again um, five
1: innings six hits two earned runs
2: yeah he's he's putting together some some good outings so I mean he's pounding the strike zone he's got he's got three or four pitches for strikes and. Uh, he's got good stuff, and then and then J Rod came in and, and kind of did what he does. I mean, it was he's been really good, huh? Came, yeah. I, unfortunately, I didn't get to see him pitch. But, yeah,
1: well, I was uh, gonna get to that next.
2: <laughs> but he uh, he came in and I heard he was good.
1: <laughs> well, Coach, speaking of that, uh, so you know, this was first of all, we do our, you know our department does such a good job making sure there's coverage all the time, and you know this game was not on ESPN Plus, uh, but VIB it wasn't available. And then because of basketball, the game wasn't on the radio as well. So there wasn't a lot of coverage. So a lot of people, this is kind of trying to put the following on Twitter, you know, following all the social media stuff, uh, but trying to put together. So take us through, you know, there was some ejections in this game as Garcia was ejected. Uh, you were rejected. I think you said that was what for the second time in your career. Mm-hmm. So I, I guess just for those that didn't see it, you know, kind of walk us through what, what took place.
2: Yeah, there's uh, first of all, the the fact that we have as much coverage as we do and the work that Damon and other yeah. guys put in is unbelievable. Exactly. I hope our fans appreciate that. I mean, it's, it's not it's like pretty, that everywhere. No, I mean, you see that. And I, I must had a hundred texts of people complaining that they couldn't follow the game, Yeah, you know, and I'm just going, I mean, I'm, I can't help it. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> you know, no. But I think, I hope we appreciate the the fact that, that these guys really do a good job of, of getting our information out there. Uh, but the injection, we had, there's a tough play at the plate. Um, their guy kind of ran over our guy. Emotions got heated. Um some words were exchanged between the two players. And then our guys are running off the field and they ended up throwing out Christian because maybe he said something, you know, that they weren't they didn't appreciate when he was running off the field. And then I I just couldn't imagine how um, you know, only our guy got thrown out. You know, kind of one of those deals. Yeah. And uh and it may have been the right calls, but it was my time to to have a disagreement, so um, Christian and I hung out and, and waited till the game was over.
1: <laughs> and, and you know, I mean, and you never want to say, you know, that that but that kind of jump started some things for you. You know, I mean, a little bit. You know, yeah, I, maybe
2: I, so. I'd hope. I mean, I, I don't. I want to watch the games. Yeah. So, you know, I hopefully I don't do that all the time. But yeah, maybe maybe it got us going a little bit.
1: Let's talk about the lineup here a bit because one thing I thought on Saturday was we, we saw some some really some movement. I mean, you you took uh, Parker Coley, who's been leading off the entire season to this point, slid him back into the five hole. You slid J.K.'s up to the two hole. You put Brome back at third. You had Garcia leading off for a little bit of the game <laughs> as, uh, yeah. before uh, before he had to check out. Um, but I guess talk about some of those decisions, just trying to mix in these things up there here on on, on game two. So I'm
2: a, I've always been a fan of the leadoff hitter being a, a more of a physical guy. Like I, I want I, I want the pitcher to I like to too. know that when he like I'm not just pouring two fastballs in there and I be, get him uncomfortable quickly. And um so that's kind of why Cole's been in there and I mean he's done fine. You know, it's just it was a matter of I knew we wanted to play Christian and uh, he's kind of that emotional leader, you know, a yeah. uh, guy. I mean, he wears number 18 for us and um I was like, you know, put him up top and see how that goes and it, and it went well, you know. I mean, he I think he drew a walk to, to lead the game off and, he walked and twice. Yeah. And he's, he's really good at base runner. He's good in the bases. He can steal a bag when you need him to. And um, yeah, we moved, we, we jumbled some things and um, it's more of it. You know, there, there's a lot of data out there that you can, you can look at. And, you know, I, I enjoy having a right-handed pitcher have to face two left-handers in the first three hitters. And Jake gives you the option where, no matter if they're right-handed or left-handed, they're going to have to face either two lefties or two righties. Him switching around, so it's um, it was uh, it worked out. You know, I guess it worked out, and maybe Parker felt a little more comfortable down there. And you know, but I don't. I think I think it. I don't think it was the well, order. He's been
1: driving in some runs. Yeah, it.
2: I don't think it was the order that no. did it. I guess is what I'm getting at. Um, I think I think our guys just had some really good at bats when it counted. You know, which is something that we we were missing the first few few games.
1: Yeah. So final stat line uh, line six runs, seven hits. Uh, UAB, three runs uh, on seven hits as well. Dakota Lee, five innings, six hits, couple of earned runs, three strikeouts. Jackson Rodriguez, he gets his second win of the year. He moves to 2-0. and zero. Came in and pitched the last four innings, four hits, only one hit. Uh, he was outstanding uh, down the stretch for the Lions as they were able to win this game 6-3 to three and even up the series at one game apiece. Uh, so certainly uh, Sunday was a big one and didn't start the way Southeastern wanted, but, man, did it finish uh, the way they wanted to. So let's take a break. When we come back, we'll talk about that one right here on Inside Southeastern Baseball with Coach Bobby Barbier, presented by Wise Guys Dackeries on the Southeastern Sports Radio Network.
4: Menino's Pharmacy is a full-service retail pharmacy with specialties in compounding, IV therapy, hospice, and nursing home services. Menino's is a joint-commission-accredited pharmacy that offers personalized specialty medications and compounds, as well as medication synchronization and a variety of packaging options. Menino's Pharmacy accepts private insurance, Medicaid, and Medicare, and is located at 113 West Charles Street, Hammond, Louisiana, area code 70401. I'm Ryan Seacrest. First Responders are people who stand for a greater purpose. They will be there for you when nobody else is. To help you, your family, your community. This is their selfless promise. This is their sworn duty. To protect, to serve, to help. They put themselves in harm's way for us. They come to the rescue at times when we need them most. First Responders are making enormous personal sacrifices to keep showing up for us and fighting the good fight. Nearly 70% of all firefighters are volunteers. That means when they get injured or quarantined, they may not have a way to pay their rent or keep their family safe and fed. No matter who you are or where you live, when you call 911 and ask for help, first responders show up now. Let's show up for the people who show up for us every day and every night. Go to firstrcf.org and make a difference today.
1: All right, welcome back. Halfway home, this is Inside Southeastern Baseball with Head Coach Bobby Barbier presented by Wise Guys Dacres. We're live at Wise Guys Dacres, 14372 West University Avenue in this beautiful new facility. Come check these guys out. As a Southeastern uh, back in action this week, five games on slate for Southeastern. They're going to be busy as uh, they're going to take on Xavier tomorrow night and then Wednesday night, Mississippi Valley State. Both of those games right here in Hammond. Then they'll get on an airplane and fly up to East Carolina. The Is it the Keith Leclerc Classic? Yeah, Keith LeClaire Classic. Uh, Southeastern was a part of this several years ago, an opportunity to go back uh, this year. They're going to play Cal State Fullerton on Friday, Purdue on Saturday, and then East Carolina, the home team, on Sunday, all early uh, starts. We'll talk about that here coming up on uh, the rest of our program. But before we get to that, we got to finish up the weekend as Southeastern had a crazy one yesterday. Uh, if you ha- didn't have a chance to watch or listen, I'll tell you, you really missed out because uh, Southeastern fell behind early, gave up six runs in the first inning, actually trailed seven to nothing, and then scored 14 on answer. They made, they made both their extra points as they put up 14 uh, against UAB and really the final three innings offensively, and we'll kind of break this one down as a coach, a wild one. Uh, again, it's a long game, so when you have a bad first inning, I think this is a great opportunity now to tell your team, you know, if you fall behind early, you certainly can come back and win. Um, but I guess just kind of talk about this one in a nutshell a little bit.
2: Well, for as many pitcher's days we've had um, this year, that, it was a hitter's day. Yeah, one was on, blowing out. Yeah, and, and not, not 20 miles an hour like it was blowing in, but it was a better day to hit. We could see that in batting practice, you know. And so, actually, our message before the game was, hey, you're never going to be out of it. You know, I mean, it, stick with it, and, and it ended up working out that way. But uh, yeah, we had we had a tough start, you know, and and they kind of they got on Will a little bit, and and not just Will, but we were kind of bad news bears, you know. We we made some mistakes in the infield, and we just let things compound on top of each other, which is not good in in in, in baseball for sure or anything. But we um we made some mistakes. I thought I thought Lance Love coming in and, and settling the game down. Yeah. I mean, he came in and they I think they scored. It. They didn't hit the ball hard that inning. Um, might have scored a couple runs on infield dribblers, but then, um, I mean, he, he settled it down to where our guys could could get back in the fight again, you know, and, and it seemed like we we're going to be out of it. And then, um, you know, I think Lake and Polk came in too with bases loaded and one out and got a ground ball and a punch out and, uh, you know, having those guys keep the game there. And then until we, until we got going, I thought their starter was the perfect guy to pitch on that day. I mean, he's a really heavy sinking fastball, we couldn't get beneath it. You know, we grounded out a ton. And then, like so many series, when 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 the first two games are tight, the bullpen's used, you know. And, right. And we had – When you got in there, bullpen. Right. We had J-Rod give us four. And not – we didn't have to go to it. So, we had Lance and, you know, and Lakin and some other guys there in the back end. And eight yeah, and,
1: usually on a Sunday when you got to pull your starter in the first, you're like, uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, you know so, what I'm saying?
2: But we, were, we had the luxury of having those guys, you know, still available that – when we got their guy out, we felt like they had to use their three or four best relievers, and and that's kind of the way it worked out. And and even though that's the case, you still got to get the hits, you know, and and you get the three big three run homer to get us close, and then and then just kind of piled it on from there.
1: Yeah, the big the three run homer kind of gave you the opportunity. Of, oh, okay, we're back in this. You know, right. seven three sounds a lot different than seven nothing at no, that doubt. point. Uh, but again. Uh, this offense was really kicking, uh, you know, four home runs in this game. Um, last time Southeastern had four home runs was was actually a year ago. Uh, it was almost exactly a year ago whenever that happened. And this is the seven-run deficit is the largest overcome by Southeastern since wiping out a nine-run deficit uh, in the Southland Conference Tournament of 15-13. to 13. That was back in 2021. So uh, this group uh did that they, they they came back from seven behind to win the series now it was a big one because not only do you win a game but you win the series by doing that as well and but i do want you to talk about kensler a little bit i mean he was outstanding last week he's been such a solid piece uh for this rotation at southeastern for a long time and and just didn't have it. You know, not, i know he's not a big strikeout guy so maybe on a day like this if he's up a little bit you know they're getting good contact and uh and and we haven't seen those type of performances out of out of him uh, I'm sure he'll bounce back from this. I mean, he's he's been a like I said a rock solid arm for us here at Southeastern. But uh, your, your thoughts on Will?
2: I mean, I love Will. I mean, he just had a tough day. You yeah. Know? And and he gets to bounce back against East Carolina, <laughs> <laughs> you know, on Sunday. So he. Uh, but I mean, he's he's been there. You know, yeah. he's been there. He's he knows how to react when it doesn't go his way. I mean, they I thought they did a really good. man, I mean, his change ups the pitch right, and they yeah. did a really good job of 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 laying off the change up. Um, Especially early in the count, he can get a lot of weak contact early in the count with his changeup, and they, they took it. You know, they, they did a, they played a bunch of righties, which I thought may happen. Um, sometimes you don't, you don't go opposite handed like you do. You know, be the guys that change up, and I thought they did a good job there. So, um, but I mean, he just didn't have it. You know, and sometimes when you don't have it, somebody else got to pick you up, and I, I was, I was happy to see us do that.
1: But when you look at the bullpen, you know, nine innings, one earned run uh, for your bullpen. Uh, did a really good job uh in, in this game had four walks in those nine innings not a ton of strikeouts but we were, were able to get you know soft contact and get out of some tough spots as you were talking about earlier yeah i think yeah and i think those strikeouts will come i think when some of our
2: our guys are a little better stuff and and uh, you know start start pitching a little better if i'm just being honest you know and you'll, we'll see some of those guys throw this weekend we got some guys with strikeout stuff that have gotten off to a bit of a slow start um when i think of Carson Robb and Hayden Robb and, you know, and Aspalm and some of those guys that I mean, they'll punch you out, you know, when they're right and and, and they'll get right. And it's just a, it's been, been a bit of a slow start for a couple of those guys. And, and we're actually going to start Carson tomorrow um, in the game and kind of get him a, get him a full start and get them, let him settle in a little bit. Um, it, those relievers, it, it's difficult because for two reasons, you don't, you don't get side work a lot because you're always need to be available, you know, so a starting pitcher, you can get some side work, because you don't start for a week, but relievers, if you if you pitch on Saturday, I need you ready to pitch on Tuesday and not not throw a bullpen to 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 get some side work in and and work on things. So, um, I think I think this week this next two days is big for some of those guys. that Maybe hadn't had a bunch of success to get out there and and, and really do a good job of of pounding the
1: strike zone. And something you don't see very often, but 11 different players had a hit in this game. Uh, yeah. You know, so not only the starters but guys that came in. Uh, I mentioned the four home runs. Parker Coley had uh, his first home run here for Southeastern. Uh, Shea Thomas, he homered. Rhett Roosevelt homered. And Jude Hall homered in this game as well. Uh, and you know, Reds that that made it seven to seven was certainly big. You know, whenever you're whenever you're trying to get back uphill, it just seems like when you can get it tied, no doubt, it just seems a little different. That's and right. uh,
2: well, you make them have to do something now. Like they they can't just sit you know, on offense. You make them have to score to beat you. So it was, uh, yeah, that that was a big one tied up.
1: So a seven nothing game, South Asian scores three in the sixth, four in the seventh, and then seventh in the seven in the eighth. And I'd say that eighth inning, uh, it, it was. Um, It was a fun one to watch because it just seemed like every ball was hit hard. I think of, uh, you know, Jake Hayes uh, flipping around from left uh, batting left-handed to right-handed, and he rips one down the left-field corner for a big uh, double in that one as well. I think it might have been a ground rule double went out of the park. But uh, just a lot of really good at-bats. TJ kind of flared one in there for Mm -hmm. for a single. He had a couple of hits on the game as well. uh, But some balls that were hit really hard uh, there in that that eighth inning especially.
2: Yeah, and you think of, you know, uh, Cole Strombo. I mean, yeah. it's in there. I mean, that's his first first two at bats of his career, you know, and and uh, here at least. And he um I mean he two RBI single and then next at bat he smokes one on the left, you know, and that, that was you know, he, he was he was in there obviously but it was, it was Garce and you know, we we wanted to play defense more once we got the lead, so we left him in there and, you know, where we had would have probably pinch hit for him before and he did great, you know, he did great. So it was uh it was good to see so many guys um, Used and, and so many guys have success um, there in that game. That well, I can
1: I remember the, one of the first interviews I did with you, and you said uh, you said we want to apply pressure by you know hitting doubles and hitting the ball out the ballpark, and that was kind of uh, shown there in that eighth inning. Right. that's what that's what it looked like.
2: No doubt, yeah. I mean I, that's what that's I mean I, that's what we want to be. Um, I'm not saying that. That we're gonna we're gonna be that right now and yet, but I, I do think that we're we're working toward that. And as we get at bats under our belt, you know, I think it'll 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 be more that way.
1: Lake and Polk, uh, he picks up his uh, first victory of the season. He moves to one and 2 and two thirds, uh, one hit, couple of strikeouts in this game. He was great last week too against Tarleton State as well. And I was like I like to see uh, Aiden Vosberg. He bounced back. You know, uh, yep. you know he had. He he's the the young man that against Tarleton on Friday, you know we had that tough inning, but man he's had a couple of outings since then and, and has looked good.
2: Yeah, he's he's good. I mean he he he, he fills up the strike zone with yeah. with three or four pitches and and he um he, he is he he does a good job. I, I I take some of the blame that that first night he was a little tired and I didn't have anybody ready and they kind of jumped on us pretty quick. Um so it, it was a matter of I thought he was good that night when he was when he was fresh. So I'm uh, I got a lot of trust in him. He's gonna he's gonna pitch a lot for us this year.
1: Well, so you come back, you win the series, you take two out of three from UAB, Lions win it 14-7, 13 hits on this day. Again, a lot of that was late, three in the sixth, four in the seventh, uh, seven in the eighth inning, and uh, just kind of stole it from them uh, a little bit, as you could, you could see their body language late in that game just kind of fall apart as uh, your team just kept banging out, hit after it. And, you know, this wasn't a game where they were up there walking us or making errors. I mean, this was, you know, a hit attack here late in the game as Southeastern wins this one 14-7, caps off a... A four-game road trip as you opened at South Alabama this week, and then three games at UAB, and, you, and again you left on Wednesday, you stayed the whole time, so you were with the team for what five, six plus days uh, on this trip. I, I guess just kind of sum it up uh, as we put UAB behind us uh, of how you felt like this weekend when as you take two out of three from the Blazers.
2: Yeah, I think if you if you win the first two and lose the second two, you same record, but you don't you don't feel yeah. as good about it, you know. Um, so it's always good to win the win the back end ones. I, I just. I was proud of their fight. I was proud of their fight, and in, in the co- over the course of the weekend, after getting beat up a little bit on Wednesday, and then over the course of the game too. I mean, it, it wasn't like we had, we had a lead that we were just protecting, you know. Yeah, over exactly. the course of the game, we we had to go get it, and I, I was proud of them for sticking with it. Um, I thought our dugout was great. I thought the the, the attitudes were fantastic. You know, I, I, it it was um you, you just. You know, you never know. You, you do a lot of things to to get a team to play a certain way, but you never know until you get them out there playing. You know, and it's it's been a real pleasure for us as coaches to watch these guys and just how much how willing they've been to listen and and kind of change the way they do the things that we want to do. You know, and how we want to do them, and and they've just been fantastic.
1: Well, you've played seven games now. You know, and, and again, that's a it's a small sample size right. of, of where it's headed. But but through the first seven, I mean. You know, how do you feel about it? I mean, what what do you feel like you got to do better? What's 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 uh, something you feel like you're doing really well right now? Well, I think
2: the, the you know, the starting pitch on the weekend, we had the one the one tough on weekends, but five out of six have been good starts. I thought, yeah. like, you know, even Stoops on the opening night, if he's if his pitch count, if we can run him up there 100 pitches, he gets us five. Yeah, no doubt about it. You know, so I mean, I think that's that's been pretty good. Um, I think our bats are much better than our numbers show, you know, the the. I really think the, the hitting with scoring position, that's going to come. We're not going to hit 100 with the bases loaded all year long, you know, things like that. And and I, I do think that as the season goes on and we get at bats under our belt, it, that uh, that part will get a lot better. You know, and if you look at our stats, we're pitching at a three-something and we're hitting it at a two-whatever, 20. I I don't think that's real. You yeah. know, I don't think we're going to be here 40 games in and I'm going to go, hey, man, we're pitching it at this and, and still hitting 220. I don't think that's a – but I I do think we've, we found a way to win a couple games when we're not – exactly smoking the ball. And a lot of that has to do with some, some good quality pitching, you know. So I think that's going to come around, and, and um, I'm excited to see, you know, we've got good opponents coming up, you know. I'm excited to see, you know, what what that's going to be like moving forward.
1: All right, there you have it. Let's take a break. we come back. We'll get you ready for those opponents. Again, five games this week, two in the midweek, Tuesday and Wednesday, right here in Hammond. And then the Lions will go to North Carolina and take on the East Carolina Pirates uh, for one. They'll take on Cal State Fullerton and also Purdue. And the Keith LeClaire Classic. We'll break all that down for you when we come back. This is Inside Southeastern Baseball with Coach Bobby Barbier, presented by Wise Guys Dacres, right here on the Southeastern Sports Radio Network.
3: Broadcasts on the Southeastern Sports Radio Network are made possible in part by Mealy Printing. Mealy Printing has served the North Shore, New Orleans, and Baton Rouge metro areas for over 32 years with an emphasis on meeting customer expectations and firm deadlines. Mealy Printing offers both digital and offset printing solutions and specializes in various types of marketing, statement, and variable data campaigns. Online at MealyPrinting.com, Mealy Printing proudly supports Southeastern athletics and wishes the teams the best of luck this season. The answer is yes. So what's the question?
0: Every day, the men and women of the United States Marine Corps demonstrate their commitment to defend the American way of life. Since 1775, we have served our nation as a force in readiness. From combat operations to humanitarian assistance in every corner of the world.
1: All right, welcome back. About fifteen minutes to go here on our program inside Southeastern Baseball with Coach Bobby Barbier, presented by Wise Guys Dacqueries. We're live at fourteen three seventy-two West University Avenue in a beautiful new building here at Wise Guys. Come and check these guys out. I'll tell you I saw pictures of this place online, but uh, it doesn't do it justice until you come here. I mean it is fantastic the facility uh, they have built here at Wise Guys Dacqueries and Ham, we want to thank them for being our host all year long. As uh, here's an interesting stat. This is something you don't see very often in college baseball as Southeastern starting yesterday is going to play nine consecutive games against nine different opponents. That's something you don't see very often. Um, but I guess because they're going to the Keith Clear Classic this weekend, you have a tournament setting and then you have more games in the midweek but nine different opponents in nine straight games. Coach, I know that's got to be something for your, uh, for your scouting department there. huh? I don't,
2: I don't make your staff hate you. Yeah, I bet so. <laughs> and I don't make them hate you, but yeah, it's going to be difficult. I mean, not difficult not, It's not the word. It's going to be, um, it's going to take time, you know, and that's, it's, it's uh not only having to scout for those games and do those things, but you know, game days are, are normally pretty busy, you know, so it's, um it's going to take some time. And, and, but I know our, our crew's ready for it and, I think early in the season, I like, I, you have to play some double midweeks. Yeah. I like playing them early in the season for a couple of reasons. I like, I like getting the the fans to the park more often. I think that, that helps them get used to coming out. I really hate playing and then leaving for two weeks and having one midweek game. And, you know, and then there's, there's not used to it, you know, coming out every day. And so I think that helps, but I also think early in the season, everybody's excited. You know, I mean, we're guys still excited guys that only have three or four bats that ready to get in there again. And. And I think that, that excitement Fatigue is not right. When you get late in the season, those double midweeks, man, they can wear on you, you know, I mean, legs are tired and those things. So I'm, uh, I'm, I'm excited. I hope the boys are too.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So the lines are going to be in action, uh, Tuesday and Wednesday at home. Then, uh, they'll be on the road Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Uh, in East Carolina, they're going to take on the the East. They're going to be in the East Carolina tournaments, the Keith the Claire Classic. They'll play Cal State Fullerton, Purdue, and East Carolina. But an opportunity uh, this week with a couple of midweek games. Um, one thing that's always a question mark when you have five games like this is, you know, how do you balance that pitching and rotation? And how do you balance the, the staff? Because you know, there's only so many innings you know out there, and uh, and you got to give them all covered this weekend.
2: Yeah, I think the 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 most. I think arm health has got to be. At the forefront here, you know, because you, you know, what you want to do is if a guy, a young guy that gets rolling and, you know, you want to just leave him out there, but you can't do that. You know, I mean, we got to, we got to take care of those guys and, and know the guys that are stretched out and the guys that, that can go a little while and know the, the kind of more one or two inning guys and, um, that we've set it to be relievers. So that, that's kind of the more difficult part of this equation when you don't have like four or five set starters. But I think, um, I think they're ready. You know, I think Carson Robson will go tomorrow. He's got really good stuff, you know. We're we're gonna start to to find out who we can count on. I mean, like we talked about building trust one time over here, and just who who can we trust, you know, when it gets in the conference, and we gotta do something like, you know, get a starter in the fourth and get a long guy in there, and and who who can we trust? And I think these next two games go a long way for that.
1: Absolutely. As uh, one thing about tomorrow night, it is a $2 Tuesday. That's something that's a new promotion this year. $2 Tuesday with Lion Baseball. So $2 tickets, $2 hot dogs. You know, I mean, how about. Six bucks, you get in the game, and two hot dogs. I mean, that's that's a heck of a, a heck of a night there in Hammond. Also, I know that they're going to have some, you know, allow kids on the field for the National Anthem. So, again, that's one thing that we've done a really good job here of is, uh, you know, creating a family atmosphere at the ballpark, and and, and that's going to be one of these first promotions of this year. $2 Tuesday as tomorrow as Southeast takes on Xavier, 6 o'clock first pitch, and then Wednesday night we got Mississippi Valley State at home again, 6 o'clock first pitch, and then good to be back at home. And I know you said that a minute ago, you know, about the fact that, you, you know, you don't. You have a couple of weekends in a row where you're on the road, so let's have a couple of midweek games right here where our fans can come out to the ballpark.
2: Yeah, just getting them used to being out there. You know, our our marketing crew and and the, the guys that girls that put on the game do a fantastic job, and they uh, you know, I would hope I would hope for two dollars you can watch a ball game and have supper for six bucks. I mean, that's I don't yeah, know I don't know where, you, where you can get that. So come see us. It'll be it'll be something good weather both nights also.
1: Well, then, coach, you're going to go on the road this weekend. Um, some early games. That's one thing I want to make sure I'll point out right here. So you're actually going to be in the eastern time zone at East Carolina. So it'll be 12 o'clock there, 11 o'clock there on Saturday, and then 1 o'clock on Sunday. But here, 11 a.m. start on Friday, 10 a.m. start on Saturday, and a 12 p.m. start on Sunday but this is a great tournament. You know, again, we had an opportunity to go to this several years ago, and I had a chance to go on that trip. We took on uh, East Carolina, Maryland, and Tennessee uh, in, in that round. And this time it's going to be Cal State, Fullerton, Purdue, and East Carolina. Some blue bloods of college baseball. You'll get an opportunity to get on the field with those guys. But I guess talk about just the invitation to be back in this tournament uh, and then and then some of these opponents.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I, can't, I can't claim this one. It was already on the schedule when I got here. But it, it's um – it's a neat deal. I mean, they, they've got kind of a, a
1: regional setting. Like, yeah,
2: I mean, they they've got a. I mean, for people who don't follow college baseball, don't. I mean, East Carolina has done a fantastic job of. They're, of, the, I don't they're know the best team can, in
1: the country that hasn't got to Omaha. Like they are every year. Yeah, I don't know. Every if you year.
2: can call them a mid-major anymore. You know, that's how good of a job they've done at a mid-major type school. Um, so I, I think they're number it, eleven in the country. Yeah, you know? I think I think it's a good. Um, it'd be good for our guys to see what you know. I mean. They're they're putting them in the same mid major category as us and, and what what we can be or what we can get to and 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 that's as our team, our staff, the park, all those things. And and uh, so it'd be good to see that it, and then you know, when you play when you play better teams, the ball just moves a little faster, right? I mean the ball from the pitcher to the catcher moves faster, off the bat moves a little faster. I mean, that's just what it is when you when you play better teams, so your mistakes are more magnified. And it it'll, it shows your weaknesses a little more, you know. So but I, I fully expect us to go in and compete really hard with those guys. And, um, you know, I, it's baseball. If our pitcher pitches well, we got a chance to win. You know, that's normally how the game works. And, um, you know, I, I I think we'll go in there and, and, and play well.
1: And, and one of the teams that certainly we're going to get a chance to play and we're going to open up with them uh, is Cal State Fullerton. You know, that's a that's a blue blood of college baseball, you know, from uh, obviously from California um the titans they've been a you know a a stamp on college baseball for a long time and certainly a good program we have got a chance to play them and then purdue out of the big 10 as well so you get an opportunity to play uh play some some schools from some other conferences and that's always great to see what you know kind of how you stack up against some of those other opponents
2: yeah and different styles of baseball yeah i I think that's that'd be neat you know seeing different styles i mean it'll help you prepare for the different styles we'll see in our league so it'll be neat to see some different styles
1: all right, well, let's take our final break. When we come back, we'll get Coach's final thoughts on the week as, uh, as we'll wrap it up here on Inside Southeastern Baseball with Coach Bobby Barbier, presented by Wise Guys Daiquiri's on the Southeastern Sports Radio Network.
3: Wise Guys Daiquiri's is a proud location sponsor, of the Bobby Barbier Radio Show. Now located at 14372 West University Avenue, Wise Guys Daiquiri's offers a variety of daiquiris and beer, along with pizza and appetizers. Owned and operated by a Lion Baseball alum, you can also find Wise Guys Dacquery serving up a selection at SLU Home Games at Pat Keneally Diamond at Alumni Field. Wise Guys Dacqueries, proud supporter of the Southeastern Sports Radio Network. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Thank you for providing the facilities to meet my health and nutritional needs in order for me to be the
4: best student athlete I can be.
2: For making game day experiences go from ordinary to extraordinary.
4: For allowing me to meet new people and build lifelong friendships while competing at the school I love.
2: For giving me the resources to pursue my degree and the ability to excel in the classroom. For helping me look my best as I compete and achieve my goals. Thank,
0: Thank you. you. Thank you Lion Nation for your support. You help make a difference in the daily lives of more than 300 student athletes wearing southeastern green and gold. We couldn't do it without you. Your favorite coaches club is available through the Lion Athletics Association by phone at area code 985 549 also available online at www.lionup.com for everything about Southeastern athletics, including schedules, live game coverage, and stats, visit lionsports.net.
1: All right. Welcome back inside Southeastern baseball with coach Bobby Barbier presented by wise guys, daiquiris here live at fourteen three seventy two West university Avenue. Again, thank you so much wherever you're joining us uh, here this afternoon. We're going to be doing this every Monday from 12 to 1 o'clock. And uh, just kind of a recap quickly. Uh, Southeastern this past week, we're on the road at South Alabama, dropped the tough one to the Jaguars, and then went and took two out of three from UAB uh, as they dropped one three to two on Friday, but then won six to three on Saturday and 14 to seven on Sunday. Lions trailed seven or nothing and then scored 14 runs over three innings uh, to have the largest comeback uh, since 2021 here for Southeastern Baseball, as Southeastern wins their second consecutive series to open the season. Took two out of three from Charleston State last week, and then two out of three uh, this weekend from UAB. Busy schedule this week, five games. You know, I have questions sometimes uh, to our listeners that, you know, why, why do we do this during the day? Why don't we do it at night? Well, you know, when you have a week like this, when do you do it? You know, you got to mm. see your family, you know, you got to be able to be home you know, uh, at some point. As uh, Southeastern takes on Xavier tomorrow night, 6 o'clock first pitch. It's $2 Tuesday at Southeastern. Uh, Wednesday is 6 o'clock first pitch against Mississippi Valley State. And then this weekend, Southeastern will get on the plane and fly up to East Carolina, take on Cal State Fullerton, Purdue, and East Carolina in the Keith LeClaire Classic. Well, Coach, uh, obviously we've covered a lot here today. Uh, four big games. Yeah, you're seven games in the season. You've taken the first two series of the year, two out of three from Charleston State, two out of three from uab i guess give us your 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 kind of sum up your thoughts of where you're at at this point as we put this past week behind us and then get ready for this five game slate we've got a busy week
2: got a busy week no i I think we're we're growing you know i think you know our our goal is always to be better at the end than we are at the beginning i think we're moving in that direction i think it was good to see us get the big hits you know and and once you got the big hit it kind of kept coming you know and once you believe you know you once you once you do it you you hope you believe it before you do it but it's a lot easier to believe once you do it you know and that was that was neat to see and hopefully we can keep that up um throughout these midweek games just the the season just brings upon so many different circumstances that we hope that we have a foundation um to overcome a lot of them you know i mean we we got home really late last night and we got yeah, sure. we got two games this week and then we're going to play them the next day and then we're going to get home late yeah. again and we got two games next week you know so like how how can how can we as a team overcome those circumstances to be ready to play when, when the, when he says play ball tomorrow, that's important. You know, that's really important for our, uh, our team to understand as we move forward through the season. So proud of them for, for after getting, getting beat on a little bit on Wednesday and, and uh, losing a close one on Friday, to come back and play well enough to win those next two. But how do we keep improving now as we go into these midweek games? Um, and, and it's exciting. I'm, I, i I say I say this truthfully. I, I don't say it to to. I'm excited to see the park Tuesday. Yeah, I'm excited to see the park sure. Wednesday. I mean, I really am. You know, we got some things back working that maybe weren't working before, and um, you know, I'm I'm really. It's fun being in our our um our new clubhouse, you know, and just just seeing everybody at the ballpark. I, I that's that's a big deal for me, you know, being here, and and it, it's um. And I, I hope it's a big deal for our players.
1: Bobby, I think a, a lot of times, you know, fans of, of college athletics, you'll forget sometimes that these guys are students as well. And, you know, what you just said, got home late last night. They, they were in school today. Yeah, you know, it's o'clock yeah. class. Yeah, they are in school thing. today. And then, uh, and then tomorrow you got a game. Wednesday you got a game. And then you're leaving again. That's you right. know So, um, you know, everybody wants to play college athletics, but they don't realize, uh, you know, what kind of commitment these kids, uh, you know, put in. To put on that jersey and represent this university.
2: That's right. No, it's it's um, it it is a commitment. There's no doubt about it. And it's a it was a five and a half ride home. I mean, and and they got their kids. They're college guys too. You know, I mean, so they they uh, have other interests also. <laughs> you know, and it's a uh, it's just kind of one of those things where they gotta they gotta make sure their priorities are align. They gotta make sure they're taking care of their bodies. They gotta make sure of all of these things uh, line up for us to be as good as we can be tomorrow at six o'clock.
1: Well, coach, I tell you, I've enjoyed, you know, the first couple of weekends here, getting able to watch your team, and I know a lot of our fan base is still, you know, trying to figure out who the players are, you know, what's, yep. so, you know, some of the new players. Uh, you know, your new, your coaching staff here, figuring out your style, you know, Hey, what certain situations everybody wants to be, be a coach, you know, it's say, Hey, what are we going to do here? We're going to bunt yeah. here. We're going to, you know, we're going to try to swing away. What are we going to do? I think it's been a, a fun transition to be able to, to watch and learn your style, your coaching staff uh, and, and these new players.
2: Yeah. I, I hope so. You know, and it's been, it's been fun to, to, like I said, be at the park and see all the new stuff that yeah. from our end from our exactly. side of it too, you know, so it's, uh, you know, they're, There'll be wins and losses, and I just, I just hope we, we we come out and play hard. I know our
1: coaches will be prepared every time. Our staff is just phenomenal, and um, looking forward to Tuesday. All right, there you have it. That's Coach Bobby Barbe. Let's reset the schedule one more time, and then we'll say goodbye. Tomorrow night, 6 o'clock, first pitch. Southeastern will take on Xavier right here in Hammond. On Wednesday, 6 o'clock, first pitch. Same thing back at home against Mississippi Valley State. Then Southeastern will be on the road to take on Cal State Fullerton on Friday. Purdue on Saturday, East Carolina, who rank, who's ranked number 11 in the country, on Sunday. Early game times this weekend. Friday, it's 11 a.m. Saturday, it's 10 a.m. And Sunday, it is 12 noon. So make sure you tune in right here to 90.9, the Lion to catch all the action and as well. Uh, the Xavier game, the Mississippi Valley State game, and the East Carolina game will all be televised on ESPN Plus. That's going to do it for us. Thank you so much for joining us. I want to thank Damon Sunday for all he does for uh, Lion Baseball. Uh, he'll he'll be calling those games for you right there on 90.9 The Lion, as all, as well as getting you all the stats and all the different things. And he gives me notes every week. So thank you so much to him. I want to thank Bobby Barbier for being here, and also uh, Wise Guys Dakries for being our host. That's going to do it for us. For Coach Bobby Barbier, I'm Alan Waddell. We'll see you next time on Inside Southeastern Baseball on the Southeastern Sports Radio Network
0: broadcasts on the Southeastern sports radio network are a product of Lion sport properties for more information on how you can support future broadcasts contact Lionsport properties at area code 985-549-2570.